0: Welcome to The Selfish Sesh, a podcast exploring self-love, confidence, mental health, sex and relationships without all of the bullshit. I'm your host, Marissa Jane, and I believe that sometimes you need to be a little selfish. Good morning, my lovers. Lovely to be back in those little ear holes today. It actually feels like it has been a very long time. Before I get into today's interview, I firstly want to thank everyone for their amazing support so far. It really has been mind blowing, and I am having the most amazing time deep diving into this world of podcasting and interviewing some really inspiring people from all walks of life. Today on the podcast, I am joined by the lovely Cass Spies, the proud founder of Twisted Healthy Treats, which I am sure you have come across in your frozen food aisle, amongst all of the other sweet treats during your supermarket shops. Cass has worked really hard to take Twisted Healthy Treats from a bricks and mortar froyo store to a brand that is stocked globally. In today's episode, Cass shares her business story and also offers tips to all of the aspiring business owners out there. I really hope you enjoy this episode, my lovers. And if you do, please share on your socials and tag at Selfish Sesh. Hi, Cass. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Selfish Sesh. Now, firstly, how are you? I
1: am really good today. I'm very happy it's Thursday and I'm super excited to be here talking to you. So thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm very honored. Now, one thing I like to do is I'm really passionate about mental health and knowing that Not every day is going to be great. So I like to ask my guests what has been the highlight and the low light of your week? I think the
1: highlight of this week has actually been getting some plans that I've been working on for the business locked in and sort of set in stone. I'm the sort of person that really works well with the deadline and so I'm really excited that we have been able to lock those dates in. I think that makes me feel... I feel more myself if I'm driving towards a goal and a low light would have been a production issue that we had this week that meant we were on the phone till 2am but there you go that they're the they're the joys of running your own business.
0: Oh god I can imagine there would be so many times that you're like get me out of here but you know you gotta love what you do. (laughs) Now do you mind sharing some background on Twisted Healthy Treats and your career journey to starting this very successful business?
1: Sure so we've had the business for uh, nearly 11 years actually and it's been um, an interesting journey I would say in that when I first started the business back in 2010 my dream and my goal was to have a franchise network of retail locations in Westfield shopping centres around the country like a similar sort of concept to Boost Juice but it was yeah. it was a frozen yoghurt and smoothie concept and that was what we did for the first uh, five years of the business we had uh, in the end we had five company owned stores in shopping centers in and around Sydney and and at that at that time we saw that people were coming into our store and they actually liked to take our product home so we started a very small wholesale arm of the business and we started selling our products to a, a group of stores in Sydney called Harris Farm and that part of the business just really took off in a direction almost on its own it really it really resonated with customers we were getting amazing feedback directly to our social channels about people being able to enjoy this frozen treat in the comfort of their own home and at the same time the retail side of the business was coming was becoming a more and more difficult beast, I guess, to run, manage, and make money. Which is obviously the reason that you're all in business at the end of the day. So, what we did in 2015 was make the decision that we would shut down the retail side of the business, which was an incredibly, I guess, emotional, emotionally charged yeah. decision for me as a founder and and someone whose you know dream and goal was that that was what we would do with Twisted. We made the decision to shut those stores down, which is, takes a period of time. It doesn't happen overnight. And moved the business from 100% retail to 100% um, wholesale manufacturing. And that's what we did over the course of sort of two to three years. And today, we, as I said, 100% wholesale manufacturing here at our factory in Alexandria, which is, and, and it has been an incredibly challenging and rewarding journey. But I really feel that the business almost took us took us in the direction it, itself we really needed to follow where the cons- where the customer base was telling us our pros- product was resonating with them
0: yeah and i, I think that just kind of showcases in business how nimble you need to be you know there's always going to be changes along the way and you might be going down a completely different business model but I guess it was probably good timing before COVID and all the lockdowns and not having to have bricks and mortar stores. Look
1: I I can't tell you how many times during COVID I I thanked my lucky stars that we didn't have retail locations because you know reading in the press what was happening in the in that part of you know in that industry was you know heart-wrenching and as somebody who had who had who has experienced having leases in Those sort of big shopping centres, I I know how brutal it can be and I I can't even imagine how that felt for those guys. So I do feel incredibly fortunate that we did go in the direction that we
0: did, 100%. It's kind of timing sometimes just has a way of working itself out. Now, in terms of Twisted Healthy Treats, obviously you started with, you know, the physical store, but what was the gap in the market that you wanted to fill at, you know, the very beginning?
1: So, look, I was a a mum with very young children at the time that I came up with the idea of Twisted and I was looking for a healthy frozen treat that I could share with my daughter and not feel guilty. And at that stage in the marketplace, it was an incredibly white space. It was huge multinationals selling products that were laden with sugar additives. Nothing was natural. Nothing was gluten free. And none, none of it was really very good for you. And so I had seen you know, what was happening in the U.S. market with frozen yogurt at that time. And uh, with a background, with a degree in food technology. And a dream to always have had my own business. It sort of all came together and that was how Twisted was born.
0: Yeah, nice. I love the little chocolate, the licks. They're so good. Yeah. I feel like too, so many people... Needed a, a sweet treat after dinner. That's me. I always need my dessert, so it's always good to find you know those healthier options. And a lot of a lot of the time too, it's like low calorie, but it's just full of crap anyway. So
1: hundred percent. And I think that's really what we. I guess that's you know one of our missions is that people should be able to enjoy a decadent treat mm. without feeling guilty and without having to worry about what is actually in the product that they're eating. It is possible to create healthy delicious treats that actually taste just as decadent as something that is, you know, 100% sugar. It's, you know, it's, it's, it mm. is it's possible to actually do that. And I think that's what we are trying to do in the market is to sort of shake things up and show consumers that it is actually possible to, to create these products.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Obviously, we've st- we've already touched on how you had to move away from your bricks and mortar stores. Were there any other struggles at that very you know beginning of the business in its infancy that you had to overcome to get to where you are today? Oh, there's been so many.
1: Uh, <laughs> there's always struggles. There's struggles when you go from being, you know, when we were making our product in a tiny production room in the back of our store at bondi beach to when we first moved to this factory you know nearly seven six seven years ago i mean that in itself was a struggle then when we invested in when i felt like i had enough confidence in the direction of the business that we could go and invest in you know world-class ice cream manufacturing uh, machinery that was sort of another challenge that and you know getting ranging in supermarkets and retaining that ranging and make sure you have the sales that they need each week at the till that's challenging. I mean, I think there's so many sort of facets that uh, along the way that we have. You know, I'm very proud that myself and my incredibly small but hugely dedicated team have been able to face those challenges, you know, front uh-huh. on and, and overcome them.
0: Yeah, great. Now, going into a bit about, you know, females in work. So, sorry, I'm losing my voice at the moment. Really bad timing. <laughs> So you are described as a bit of a girl boss. What does that mean to you and why are you proud to be an inspiring female leader in business?
1: I think some. if I was to sort of reflect on that question, I think I'm probably proud to be a boss and the fact that I'm female mm shouldn't necessarily come into it I think and I I would also say that about my management team that my management team is also all female but you know I always preface that by saying they didn't get the job because they're female they got the job because they're the best people for that role and they're incredibly dedicated as I mentioned and you know always happy to follow me into battle with new and exciting things each and every day I think what's been interesting for us is in a in food manufacturing it has absolutely traditionally been Dominated by by men and that is right from management right the way through to the guys that pick up the product in a truck in the morning and I think that's been an incredibly interesting experience for us here at Twisted because I can remember when we first set the factory up, the first few deliveries that we, delivery drivers that came to to, to pick product up from us, the first thing they said when they met either Kirsty who runs my production team or... Michelle or me you know where's the boss and we're like well you know I'm the boss I'm the logistics manager this is the owner that and to see their sort of faces you know it always sort of takes a little bit of time for people to catch up that that has been a really interesting experience and I think I think generally as a team we are underestimated by a lot of people that we meet be it guys that are building a freezer panel room for me or people who are putting air conditioning in or somebody who sends me a price for, you know, sending product from Sydney to Melbourne, I think we are generally underestimated um, because we are female. And that's not, you know, that's not a beat up on men, but I do think that would be my reflection. And I think something that I'm incredibly proud of and a legacy that I would like to pass on to my daughter is just to prove that it is possible for, for women for women to stake
0: their claim in in anything in any industry that they decide yeah. to 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 be in. And obviously a lot of this, you know, females and really paving the way in terms of business is starting to change and become more common. Have you noticed that change or do you still find those issues of being underestimated? happen you know on a weekly monthly basis
1: look i think if you were to sort of look the sort of different silos of of the business and people that we deal with when i'm dealing with people like the retailers globally absolutely the landscape is changing there's a lot more you know there's a lot more it's probably 50 50 women and men that i deal with but if you if you look at things like logistics that you know that side of the business is 100 percent um very unusual to come in contact with other females so i think it's sort of different depending on which um, industry sector you're looking at.
0: Yeah. And you did mention that your management team is all women. And you mentioned that wasn't a conscious decision or it just kind of felt that way
1: no look the the women that are on my team have worked for me for many years so they have been with the business for nearly two of my my general manager and my uh, logistics manager have been with me with the business for 10 years the you know Freya who manages our social media and community she started working for us many years ago in one of the stores as a part-time job when she was at school and she now runs our you know marketing and community management so I think there's These people have been chosen because they are hardworking, loyal, believe in my vision and, you know, are happy to come to work each day and really just take any challenge that gets thrown at them. So, yeah, so it wasn't a conscious decision, me saying, you're a female, you're going to get the job. It's really just been, I guess, I guess, you know, let's be honest, they're the people that I've attracted into my life. So uh, whether or not that was a conscious
0: decision, I don't think it was, but they're definitely the right people for the job. Of course and i guess just moving more into the business as a whole aspect if anyone listening is interested in starting their own business what tips of advice would you offer and how do you start that journey
1: look my tip would be just start i would say google is your friend you can find anything out you need on google you need to be tenacious you need you never you shouldn't take no for an answer but if you have a if you have a dream or, or an idea that just will not stop tapping you on the shoulder and stop you know you just it just won't leave you I think you know my advice to anybody would be definitely follow that dream you know see you know go go down that path and see if it's a viable um, business option because you know in all my years working in corporate, in, in my previous life, I have never felt such self-fulfillment as I have having Twisted. It's yeah. it's really been, you know, I spoke earlier, you know, there's challenges, of course. There's challenges in everything you do in life, but the, the rewarding, the sense of reward and, you know, the, the love that I have for what we're doing here at Twisted, you know, far surpasses anything that I ever experienced uh, working in corporate previously.
0: Of course. For those already who have a business... How did you get to scaling it to, you know, this national level where you're stocked in the biggest supermarkets in the country?
1: I would say just persistence. That's that's it. Yeah. And don't, you know, when you get knocked down, you just need to, you need to, you know, you need to let yourself wallow in self-pity, remorse, whatever it is for a period of time. But you need to get right back up and, and, and um, you know, fight another day. I think you know it's incredibly important as a leader to, you you know, your team. My team sees when things affect me because we're a close knit team, and that's okay. I'm human, but they need to make they need to also know that uh, I'm going to get back up the next morning and I'm going to go back in fighting. And I think that's really what yeah. you need to do. I think you know, particularly in grocery, it's a it's a cutthroat industry. You you're working with you know you're working with the major supermarkets, and and that's hard work. And I think sometimes decisions will be made that. Should, ne- should never be a reflection on you as a person. It's a reflection on where the business is at and potentially the the, the product that you're working on at that time. So I think, yeah, my advice would be make sure you um, are resilient and you can get back up and also you, you, you need to try and not take
0: knockbacks um, personally. It, it is really hard not to take things in your career personally but that's something, you know, even as a young woman navigating my career that I've had to deal with especially over the past like two years is, you know, not be too emotional about things that are reflective of your work but not you personally as well. So, I guess <laughs> as a small business owner, how do you find a work-life balance? Uh,
1: I'm 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 not very good at balance. I I am either I think my children and my husband, look, I have a huge support network around me. I have help. I have a wonderful mother that helps a lot with my kids. Look, I think there are times when I'm really 150% focused on Twisted and there are times when I am 150% focused on, um, you know, being a mom and being at home. And I think that's really how I kind of create an overall balance. But I wouldn't say every single day is balanced and I also wouldn't say every single day goes to plan. And I think that's something yeah. else that I've really um, learnt to, you know, not be so hard on myself when things don't go to plan. And you have to, you know, juggle, uh, do a lot of juggling. I think in the early days when I had Twisted, if if something didn't go to plan with the kids, then it, I, I, took, I took that, you know, I would take that as a really a reflection on the fact that I wasn't doing a good job. But actually, it's just a reflection on a really busy life. And you just need to deal with it work out what you're going to do and move on and I think that's really that would be um you know balance for me is really just trying to do the best you can
0: yeah and I can only imagine how hard it would be working on your own business while having children and then plus having all the lockdowns as well with them not going to school how did you cope with all of that oh
1: I've 2 I've got two I've got two teenagers so they were fine it's my little one yep. who was challenging. So I was meant to be homeschooling him while also trying to run Twisted. But let's just say he didn't really do that much homeschooling. We probably did about an hour a day. And then after that, I was like, Come on, you can go and ride your bike.
0: I cannot imagine how, like, even I work as a publicist and some of the mums, you know, looking after their kids full-time at home while also working full-time at home. I just, they're super women. <laughs> yeah, it was, it,
1: was a, it was a very intense period. But actually, I look back on that lockdown period as... It was actually it was actually a really nice time I think for everybody sort of having a little bit of break from the pressures mm. of being out the pressures of doing lots of things and sort of just spending time you know time together to sort of reflect on where you were I think um, yeah I think it's been a really interesting year for everybody
0: yeah and you can just tell that everyone has changed a lot I would say in like the past twelve months because you did have that chance to really slow down and work out where you wanted to go, where your life was heading. Like I found it really, really beneficial, um, you know, living too fast. In the- <laughs> so yeah, it was nice to slow down. Yeah, I
1: agree. I, yeah, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. And I am going to leave you with l- one last question. If you could offer a young cast some advice on navigating your career, what would it be? My advice would be you are
1: going to, have a wonderful career. There are going to be challenges, but it's going to be incredibly rewarding.
0: And the most exciting thing is that you're going to meet some amazing people along the way. Mm, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing everything with me today. I am sure my listeners will be very appreciative of it, and I am very appreciative of it too. Thank you so much, Cass. Thanks so much for having me. It was wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for joining me today on the Selfish Sesh. Please subscribe rate and review via your favorite podcast app and please do tag us in any of your posts on the gram stay selfish babes and chat soon